0: Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, which features insights and perspectives from our faculty. Subscription box services is an e-commerce retail trend which first appeared just a few years ago. Pioneered by New York-based Birchbox, the subscription box industry today is in a boom, with millions of dollars of investment being poured into new boxes, hoping to lure in customers with the promise of a wonderful, specially curated monthly surprise. Assistant Professor Hannah Chang from the SMU Lee Kongqian School of Business specializes in research on consumer behavior and marketing. In this podcast, she discusses how consumer behavior plays a part in the success of this business model and elaborates on some of the critical factors necessary for subscription box companies to be sustainable in the long run. A relatively new retail trend that started in the United States, subscription box services
1: have now emerged in Asia. Can you tell us more about this business model, Professor? Thanks so much for having me. A subscription box is a package of retail products that's sent directly to customers' home on a periodic basis. Usually the contents of the box is carefully curated based on customers' uh, preferences. So uh, some of the examples we've seen include cosmetics, lifestyle products, accessories, dinner kits. I mean, pretty much any category you can think of. The idea of subscription itself is not new. We've seen subscriptions through magazines, newspapers, internet providers, television, cables, even Netflix for decades. So what's new about subscription box business model is that now the subscription involves physical products. In terms of the history of subscription boxes, one of the pioneer uh, of subscription box provider is a company called Birchbox. It's based in New York City, and they officially started in the fall of 2010 by two Harvard Business School graduates. They started the company off as a curated, personalized shopping experience for women's skincare products and cosmetic products. So what they did back in the days was that for $10 subscription fee a month, they will send a box of samples of different cosmetics, skincare products to their subscribers. And what's interesting about their model was that initially a lot of these samples were obtained directly from the manufacturers, either for free or with very little cost because they helped the manufacturers solve a problem in terms of reaching out to the correct Uh, type of customers who will be interested in their products.
0: How has this industry grown over the last few years in
1: the West and in Asia? Given that it's a very new trend, there's very little official statistics about uh, the overall subscription box industry, but based on what we've seen so far, most of the growth started Um, about three years ago. So there's one preliminary study that showed that from January 2013 to January of this year, 2016, the number of customers who subscribe to uh, any of these subscription box services has uh, increased by more than 30 folds. So that's 3,000% in terms of increase. In terms of the major players of subscription box providers, in the States and in most of Europe, we see companies such as Birchbox, Dollar Shave Club, Loot Crate, and Blue Apron. So these are some of the biggest players in the Western uh, parts of the world. Whereas in Singapore, some of the subscription box providers include Club Lewinsky and the Little Link, which sells clothing and accessories, we have dinner kit providers, such as Simply Fresh, as well as Fit3, and we have a number of snacks and sweets um, subscription box providers in Singapore, from Pine Society Thirsty, the French seller, to ones that offer healthy snacks, like guilt-free, box green, etc. How much do we know about the subscription box shopper? They tend to be people who are between the age of 25 to 44, So most of them are either early millennials or late gen Xers. They tend to have above average household income, and they also tend to live in multicultural cities around the world.
0: What's the key to a successful subscription box? To what extent do consumer behavior and psychology play a part?
1: One of the most attractive feature of subscription box is that it offers surprise or pick me up each month to subscribers. But there's more than just the surprise factor. For example, we know that customers like to try new things. So there's also a certain element of novelty of discovery that they can try new products every month without spending too much time energy or effort into finding these new products. At the same time, customers also value convenience. Nowadays, everyone's very busy. So how do you find these new products in the middle of your very busy schedule? And lastly, these subscription box models offer uh, customized or personalized shopping experiences. And increasingly, this is something that customers value. When they look at what's available in the retail world, whether it's in physical stores or in online retail websites, there are so many choices now. So it's increasingly difficult for customers to find the type of products that they like.
0: For companies, what are the pros and cons of such a business model?
1: For the company's perspective, we can think about both the manufacturer side as well as the startups, the subscription box providers. So for manufacturers, it's a good channel to reach out to new customers for them to try their new products for the subscription box providers this business model is very attractive in that it's easy to start one it's relatively inexpensive so a lot of the subscription box providers that we've seen right now are people who are still relatively young many are still in their 20s and 30s Who doesn't want to work in the corporate world and have a dream of starting their business they also know what customers with very similar demographic as themselves are looking for in terms of shopping experience so it's a very attractive uh, opportunity for these guys to start their own business in terms of challenges for the subscription box providers as I mentioned earlier one benefit is that it's relatively easy to start a subscription box business but this also means that there's a lot of competition. And there, as we've seen in the last few years, especially the last few months, around the world you see more and more new players that started the subscription box delivery services. Other downsides include how do you maintain the novelty factor, the surprise factor for your customers? We also know from research that when you receive a box of products every month, the first time it's a surprise, the second time it's a surprise, but people get used to it. So how do you maintain that novelty factor going forward? This would be one of the big challenge for companies offering this type of service.
0: Looking ahead, how do you anticipate that this trend will pan out? What are some of the critical factors which
1: are essential for companies in this industry to succeed? So from the business side, for this business model to sustain or succeed going forward, it's important that they can help maintain this novelty experience for consumers. At the same time, for a business to be scalable, they need to make sure that they have uh, the right relationship with their suppliers. They need to make sure that they have the manpower to handle customer questions, as well as uh, managing their inventories. All of this can be a very heavy workload once the company reaches a certain size. So in terms of initial startup, it might be easy to enter, but to sustain would be a bigger challenge for these companies. Going forward, the companies can learn more about their current customer base and try to use this understanding to see if there are any other types of products, product categories that the customers would desire Thank you, Professor. Uh, Thanks.